it's time once again for a bunch of crunch. Mm. Ho, ho, ho. I'm ha, ha hungry. Yes, the holidays are over, but the spirit of family and of generosity remains with me in my soul and in my bowl. Welcome to the Empty Bowl. My name is Justin McElroy, and I enjoy cereal a great deal. Uh, and my name is Dan Goubert, and I enjoy writing about cereal a great deal. He's allergic to it, but he loves to write about it. Yeah, I just suffer through the pain, and, and I really I really do need that, that burst of holiday mirth right now, because it's kind of the most stressful time of year to be a cereal blogger, I will say. Yeah. You're There's gearing just, up for a big month of of news and debuts, eh? Oh, I'm already right in the middle of it, man. I've been uh, wringing my knuckles and just flapping my fingers trying to keep up. Because, you know, you hear about a new Sour Patch Kids cereal is at Walmart right now. And I'm, I'm pretty much on the drive there and I get a notification that someone's seen, like, a new Cap'n Crunch at Target. So I have to just <laughs> whip around, do a Michigan left even, which most people won't know about, but... Now what is a Michigan just, left? It's where you sort of, in order to turn left, you have to go farther up and then turn around and then turn right. I mean, it's kind yeah. of just, you know, fake cursing us for living in such an otherwise beautiful place. <laughs> um, this is, uh, we, we, let's just like, I don't want to even waste time. Dan, I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be here with you, dear listener. We hope you are relaxed. We hope you are breathing deeply. If you would like to enjoy a bowl of cereal, we think that would pair excellently with what we have for you this evening. But your only job for the next however many minutes is just to relax and breathe and think about cereal. Um, you've mentioned that January is sort of a hot, a hot spot for new cereals. Uh, we had a couple of secret stealth releases onto the market, mm -hmm. is that fair to say? Oh yes, and of course it was uh, the most uh, militarily seasoned uh, breakfast character who did it. The sneak attack, the master of uh, Sun Tzu himself. <laughs> who carves your palate up every time. Uh, but yes, it's Captain Crunch, and he kind of just, out of nowhere, dropped two new cereals onto shelves while everybody was, you know, worried about all the other big name stuff. He doesn't really seem to have a knack for advertising. He just kind of just puts it out there and lets the public decide. So the first one is Strawberry Shortcake Crunch. And of all the things that I wouldn't just expect to guess a Cap'n Crunch cereal would taste like, it wouldn't have been this. And he always seems to be really good at picking the thing that's right next to what you would guess. Because we had the, the Blueberry Maple Pancake Crunch not too long ago. And now we got a different sort of cake here with Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, so there's two different pieces in this one. Uh, he's kind of ditching the traditional chests here and replacing them with almost like Fruit Loop-sized loops, and then okay. also the red puffs alongside it. And the loops are sort of like orange-colored. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you would guess that the berries would probably be strawberry-flavored, but the only person who I've seen actually taste it so far also has admitted that they haven't tried Crunch Berries before, so they can't wow. really compare them. I can see the the rationale behind the shape change because if those were biscuit shape or chest shaped, I've heard 
If those were chest shaped, it would look just exactly like Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. It would look That's exactly true. the same. So yeah, I'm assuming that they at least changed the, the red spheres to actually taste like strawberry, but it really makes me more interested if the loops are meant to taste like shortcake. The, uh, it, honestly, it looks delicious. I, I, I think that this looks like, especially if they get a berry, you mentioned in the post if, if they bring more of a strawberry flavor to it. I have recently become fixated on the idea of um, crunch berries that have like a wild berry fruit loop flavor. Uh, it's mm. something that I really would love to experience. If you haven't tried wild berry fruit loops, folks, it is out of control. Delicious. How do you think those would fare with shortcake pieces? Because I'm seeing a lot of potential with those. I think that you've described an uber cereal that, against which all other cereals must be judged. But this isn't the captain's only sort of, like, sneak attack that he's launched on us, correct? No, he's also releasing, oops, all shortcake. No, but no, it's something a little bit <laughs> uh, more classic than that. It's... Captain Crunch's chocolatey berry crunch, and it really appears to be sort of branded under a Valentine's Day, at least color scheme. But mm -hmm. it's really weird in this case that next to strawberry shortcake cereal, we have this one that you would think would be like chocolate covered strawberry, but they really blatantly admit here that these are just crunch berries with chocolate, a combination of two old flavors. Yeah, because the uh, chocolate because treasure chest is not new, right? It's actually not even out anymore. It got really bad reviews that I kind of agreed with, and it disappeared a few years back. They must have had some extra to sell. Yeah, honestly, the only way to get it out of house. Um, maybe they should have just uh, melted it and covered the berries instead. That would have been an innovative product I'd pay for. Uh, I'm assuming we'll see a full court press of this as we get a little bit closer to, to Valentine's Day. Oh, absolutely, yes. The the shortcake has already been spotted in mega bags at Walmart, and I believe chocolatey berry has been seen in normal boxes at some smaller uh, chain grocers. See, I feel like for a new cereal, a 34-ounce mega bag is such a gigantic commitment. Oh, it really is. I mean, you at least can get maybe a pillow out of it if you don't like it, or a pet bed, but I've definitely been in that place where the back half of the bag went stale and bag flavored before I could get there. Now, we here on the Empty Bowl don't just speculate about what we think cereal might taste like, although that would be <laughs> a fulfilling way to spend a Wednesday evening in question. But we also can speak authoritatively to the real flavor of cereal we've tried. <laughs> I was very excited, Dan, if I may preempt your order that you have here on our list. I was very excited to try for my very self the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros. Yes. Which tastes, and this is very fulfilling, exactly like you think it does. <laughs> this one, you barely even need us. If you can imagine what you think it is, it's that, folks. It's that. Yeah, I really feel bad for, uh, you know, sort of predicting this flavor a couple episodes back when really it didn't necessarily warrant the airtime. <laughs> it's good, though. I mean, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch pasta in a sense. I did get stabbed, <laughs> like, in the roof of the mouth 
more than a couple times while trying to take a particularly aggressive mouthful of it. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've experienced that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a heartier so. crunch, for sure. I mean, this is a... You know what it almost reminded me of is a cereal... Um, that was out, I think, in the 90s when I was much younger called Fingos. And it mm. was extremely large pieces that were meant to be eaten with your hands. Fingos <laughs> were designed to be eaten. Uh, they're, they're from not a cereal-shaped container, uh, and you were supposed to eat them with your hands. So they were bigger than, than traditional pieces. That would be the perfect application of something like this. Like, I want to see it mixed up in a Chex Mix style thing with like pecans and um, chocolate and and things like that. Chocolate is a is a big flavor that I think is missing from this. That would really help to set it apart. I agree, but at, I mean, at that point, and with like the Fingos too, can it really be like taxonomically called a cereal? It's like, hey, this is cereal, but you don't get the spoon. Uh, you don't get to put milk in it. And it's basically just a snack, but we're calling it this, and you're going to like it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't want to complain, though. Uh, so that is uh, delicious and predictable. There are two other cereals that are a little bit more uh, curveballs. Why don't you tell mm. us about those? Uh, so, yeah, let's start with uh, a cereal that is actually a pair of cereals. It's the new Pop-Tarts cereal, which is sort of a soft reboot of the Pop-Tarts Crunch franchise that born, was born and died somewhere in the mid-90s. So we have two flavors, the classic Pop-Tart flavors of strawberry and brown sugar, just like we saw over 20 years ago. But they're inside these pretty much uh, replica Crave shapes, if you've had that one. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very divisive in the cereal community. Everybody either loves it or thinks it's dog food. Um, and I believe these Pop-Tarts kind of face a similar fate in that the biscuit shell is really getting in the way of the great stuff. Mm. I mean, uh, Pop-Tart's crust is really good. Like, it's really puffy and buttery, and it kind of deserves better than this. It's almost like they just took a giant sprinkle and rolled it out like dough and wrapped the filling in that, but just very one-dimensional in that way. I feel like the frosting on a Pop-Tart, strawberry Pop-Tart specifically, is like, and brown sugar to that point, is extremely specific. I mean, it's an extremely specific flavor how how close did they get i mean i would say the filling of strawberry gets really close they almost just take it a little bit too far because they don't have that strong containment vessel mm -hmm. the flavor is almost too powerful of like jellied strawberry mm -hmm. whereas brown sugar cinnamon is kind of like the opposite it's it's got that flavor but it's only just like right at the back of your throat and you really can't pin it down so i think the flavors are there just sort of the the depth perception may be off in the back of the box, oh man, what a hoot. I do I do write uh, marketing copy for a living, but so I like to really analyze the back of these, and some of the phrases on the back of this box are just a lot to handle. Uh, let me give you one or two. There's fact. Sprinkles make everything more fun. Oh, is that a fact? Is that a fact? <laughs> that a Does fact? it make death and taxes more fun? <laughs> It's not, it's not even canonically correct, because uh, brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts don't have sprinkles in reality. Right. It's really what the cereal pieces do. I don't know. Let me just give you one more to close this out. It says, journey to the center of the crunch, and... There's a comma there. That wasn't, that wasn't my dramatic pause. 
Wow. Filling. That's <laughs> like it's like it's like opening your Christmas gift and you get all the wrapping paper off and you go, "Wow, a present." <laughs> I was so surprised to see your lack of enthusiasm for Pop-Tart cereal because you are nothing if not, I mean, uh, if anything gets close to your affection for cereal, it seems to be Pop-Tarts. You see, I mean, I was very excited for this, but then I also got to try the new Pop-Tarts Bites and Pop-Tarts Crisps, and man, those just kind of blow this out of the water because those really are just like, you know, baby chibi Tamagotchi Pop-Tarts that mm -hmm. are just preserving all of the fun of the original yeah it's worth noting that they have um if you look at like old pop tarts crunch i feel like now i have not eaten this new cereal but just like looking at it i feel like pop, -Tart, pop tarts crunch maybe even got like a little bit closer with like the the appearance wise of the of the thing i don't know um, I mean, yeah, the, the aesthetic value is there, minus the sort of uh, continuity problem with the brown sugar cinnamon sprinkles. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely think it's a cereal worth trying. I just think, I, what I recommended in my review was that they try, like, chocolate Pop-Tart flavors, like cookies and cream or chocolate fudge, then they can really sort of solve the shell problem. Now, I'm seeing on this list here, and this is one that I've been extremely curious about, Sour Patch Kids cereal. Have you tried this? Oh man, I only finally just got it yesterday. It was a very similar scenario to the sugar cookie toast crunch incident where I had to wait at the back of the Walmart stocking room while this person got me exactly one boxes of the cereal. <laughs> um, but this time I think I carried it out a lot more proudly. Like I sort of held it like a testament or a tome that hoping that other people would catch sight of my exclusive perk. Because this is just like the most unique cereal I think I've eaten possibly ever. Wow. I'm not going to say it tastes great, but it tastes interesting. Okay. So it's definitely sour when you shake your first bite, but it's sour and sweet at the same time, uh, contrary to the popular Sour Patch Kids slogan. So the, the fruit flavor itself is kind of like a hybrid of tricks and Fruit Loops, but there's really just sort of this light buzz at the back of your throat as well that makes... That makes eating it dry really, like, addictive for some reason. Like, you just can't look away like a train wreck. But <laughs> putting it in milk actually is like a train ride to, I don't know, it makes it sort of like buttermilk <laughs> in yeah, a sense. Yeah, it sounds so bad to me, Dan. Like, the dry, for sure, I can completely grok. I, thinking about that in milk just kind of yucks me clean out. Yeah, it's sour, sweet, gone, and back up again. Not long after. <laughs> Did you like it, though? I think it's worth waiting till next summer when it's no longer Walmart exclusive and you can buy it in non-family-sized boxes. That That's... would be my, my recommendation. Yeah, I, the same with Pop-Tarts. Just gigantic boxes. I just want to try it. You know what I mean? Just give me, like, a little... Give me a little variety pack size box. I just want to try it. <laughs> just give me a little Whitman sampler of all the exactly. new ones. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this is, worth, again, worth trying, maybe not worth stocking up on. Yeah, it's a one and done. In our third segment, we tend to cut loose a little bit. We, we let go of the rigid structure that shackles us. 
for the first two thirds of the program and just sort of relax, let our hair down a little bit and uh, do whatever we feel like doing. Today, that happens to be answer one of your questions. Hey boys, I love, first of all, I love the podcast. It's given me an even bigger appreciation for the world of cereal. My question involves the cereal dust or powder from the broken pieces at the bottom of the bag. I always find myself being careful not to dump all the contents out when the bag is low, as sometimes it adds too much sugar and extra graininess to the texture. That is such a miscalculation, but we'll, we'll get back to it. Some cereals, <laughs> though, it's not as bad. Tricks, I don't seem to mind, but frosted mini wheats are the worst, and I always have a ton of wheat shreds at the bottom of the bag. I was wondering if you boys thought it was a big of an issue, or if Dan has any cereals that are worse or better than others that he's run into over a cereal career. Thanks, love the show, Noah. It's an interesting question. Did you want to? Did you want to start with that, or should I? Noah actually hit uh, my number one reference points, uh, actually, which is Frosted Mini Wheats. Uh, anything in that family, in the shredded wheat family, I agree, can get extremely challenging towards the bottom of the bowl. I will, I will grant you it is like a thick, sort of mushy paste that is digestible only in theory. Uh, is rough. Um, tricks dust is, I mean, it's as close as drugs as you get <laughs> as a child. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much the PCP for kids. Um, I enjoy the tricks dust a lot. Uh, I think that, uh, the only one that I'm not actually that into is I feel like anything in the cinnamon toast crunch sort of family, um, can get, that's like, that slurry that you sort of like mm. can can get as a result of that can get to be a little much, but also like I think you gotta, it's got to be part of a regular bowl. I think that's the problem is I feel like you kind of gotta integrate it into a regular bowl that just tastes a little bit. It's just a little bit extra. You just can't eat it by yourself. I don't know. Those are my those are my thoughts. Yeah. I think my my personal feelings on it, but but first of all, uh, I have a problem with the frosted mini wheats comment. I kind of like it in a mm. sense. I feel it's almost like it's what I'd imagine fairy tale porridge to taste like. It's just <laughs> <laughs> the consistency isn't there, but there's some sort of I don't know bland magic in it. Uh, maybe it maybe it stems from my real favorite, which is also probably a little bit weird, but it would be honey bunches of oats, probably specifically the cinnamon kind. And this really stems from like childhood memory because both of my parents, I love them dearly, uh, they are very consistent with their cereal habits often. Um, and as a kid, my mom loved to make bowls of, you know, cinnamon honey bunches of oats, and she would eat that most mornings. But she didn't like the dust at the bottom at all, and she told me she would throw it away. Oh. And that just seemed so crass to me as a child that <laughs> sugar was not going somewhere where I could enjoy it. So I would take it upon myself to polish off all those boxes myself so that there was no waste. Champion. And yeah, and I don't know, it just really sucks up milk really well, but not in a way that turns it into like slush or slurry, more just like, it's, it's, it's a crude peanut butter reference, but a chunky oatmeal in a sense, <laughs> chunky to the creamy. <laughs> I don't know. Some it might cereals be an don't taste. have it. Isn't that interesting? Some cereals just don't. 
I feel like a yeah, lot of flaky ones. You're not you're not gonna get that. Yeah, and like pebbles is pretty much already. <laughs> it's just pre right. something else. Well, folks, thank you so much for starting this year in the most relaxing fashion possible, listening to us bloviate about the latest and greatest in serial. Uh, Dan, if folks want to head over to serialistly.net, what, what treats and delights will they find waiting for them? Well, they'll get my, my fresh, full thoughts on Sour Patch Kids cereal, which will be up soon as well. And I think next on my docket now, between the time we record this in post, will be Fruity Lucky Charms as well as Banana Cream Frosted Flakes. I haven't gotten to either of those yet, but I'm interested. Fruity Lucky Charms looks good, Dan. I'm going to be straight with you right now. If you want to leave a review for our show or uh, leave a monthly donation... Uh, for it, you can go to bowl.rest and uh, you can donate there, which is would be so so kind of you to do. Uh, and uh, you can find us on iTunes and all those platforms. And, and uh, if you would go leave us a rating or a view there, then we'd, we'd really appreciate it. Um, yes. But, but that is going to do it for us. And uh, we really thank you for, for hanging out with us. Uh, hopefully we're going to have a nice, chill 2019 together. And uh, we will continue to be here to help you relax and enjoy a little bit of cereal. But until that time, we're Dan Cabrera. Ooh, can I say this one? Oh, please, Dan. Please. Be my guest. I'm, oh, man. Don't forget to drink the milk. Drink the milk.